0: Hey What's up everybody? Chris Hollifield here. I want to personally welcome you to a brand new episode of the I am Salt Lake Podcast. If this is your first time joining us on the podcast, we're here every week showcasing awesome people in Salt Lake City and the surrounding areas. We're talking to business owners, authors, tattoo artists, restaurant owners, breweries, distilleries. We're giving you a taste of the city. If you have an awesome story, we're gonna probably showcase it here on the podcast. Our website, this one's really easy to remember. IamSaltLake.com. The cool thing is, you can go there and listen to the entire back catalog. All the episodes are up there. You can listen to them really easy to do, as well as subscribe to the podcast. Hey, are you moving to Salt Lake City? Maybe you're listening to this podcast because you want to figure out what this city's all about. Are you looking at possibly moving into a house with a little more space in it because we're all working from home now? Well, in case you didn't know, you guys, I'm a licensed realtor now, and I'd love to uh, show you some homes. I'd love to show you uh, possibly your dream home, help you find a place to call your own. Uh, you can give me a call, shoot me a text anytime. I'd love to help you, 801-244-2908. Uh, but otherwise, let's get into the podcast. This is, this is a good one, you guys. Thanks for listening. We're going, we're recording, we sound good. Uh Gonzalo, uh, you're a podcaster.
1: Yes, I am, sir. <laughs> uh,
0: as well as, I'm sure, all different kinds of stuff. But I want to delve into podcasting with you today because you do a Latino podcast.
1: Correct, yes.
0: Uh Which we'll get into here. But I want to start with you. What even got you into podcasting? If, if you don't mind, we can start there, kind of.
1: No, not at all. So I'm originally from Venezuela and my dad... Uh, he's been involved in the media industry since he was a boy. Actually, he started singing for a living since he was twelve. So he raised the f- five siblings of um, my five siblings, and we uh, with singing and singing studios. And he he would compose or sing jingles or do voiceovers, and that that's the atmosphere that I was was surrounded by, you know, and I, and I knew that I wanted to do something with my voice for quite a while. So this is something that I wanted to do for 15, 17 years, something like that. And
0: like something with radio. Yes. Yeah,
1: something that had to do with radio. So I knew that I had a voice inside me that wanted to come out and, yeah. and, and give a good message, you know? Sure. And finally I saw um, a way that I could do podcasts and, in a way that I wanted and then in a way that I could actually sound better <laughs> uh, because I'm not a technical person. So at this point, technology has uh, advanced so, so greatly that a lay person like me can produce in his own home uh, a podcast, you know, and be, uh, well, uh, I can't believe it, but I've been downloading 35 different countries and I'm like, wow. This is awesome. <laughs> it's, pretty,
0: it's pretty amazing when that happens and you start seeing, uh, your download numbers coming in, you start seeing where the people are from mm-hmm. and you're like, like even with this one, it's like, there's people. So we have big listeners over in uh, New Zealand, oh, Mickey and John. They listen to almost every episode. They're big fans of the show.
1: Hi, Mickey and John.
0: Yeah, I know. It's exactly. <laughs> and, and, uh, you would think only people in the area that listen to the podcast uh, would listen to it. it and it's interesting like you said how easy it is mm, to, yeah. to do a podcast uh, especially with with uh, platforms like anchor i exactly. think is, is that you use
1: anchor pretty right? much yes
0: yeah so did you do you just do it on the phone do you just use your phone
1: the first episode i i did on my phone
0: okay with that's a, a, the same thing with this podcast really? I saw like, first <laughs> one with the phone yeah uh,
1: so i I remember I did it kneeling in a couch under a under a sheet you know smart <laughs> so to try to uh you know mitigate the rever- reverb and well I I said okay the let's just do it because if I'm not doing if I'm not doing it right now during COVID I'm never gonna do it so and, did you
0: take any classes or anything, or just did you just download it and and just get going?
1: So I've done a lot of research before, yeah, because i I wanted to find exactly what the type of show, yeah. the type of message I wanted to portray and exactly what I was gonna need. So um by the way, thank you for this book of David Hopper, the David Hooper uh, big podcast. i re- I went to the library and checked out. Uh, this book. So you wanna be, so you wanna start a podcast? Okay. Uh, her last name is Meisner, and she is big on you know stars and reality TV and things like things like that. So she decided to to do a a book for for people like me and and I and I checked it like three different times at a, uh, and did, did some sort of trial and errors a couple of times. Yeah. And until I said, okay, I don't care if I don't sound as professional. I've seen as I've seen my dad do stuff, you know. This time, I I'm gonna do it. <laughs>
0: so you you recorded some episodes and you actually even you threw them away. You didn't even release I, some. I you,
1: recorded segments. Oh, segments. Okay. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: okay. Because that's I like people, listeners, to even know that maybe are thinking of doing a podcast. Like I tell this to all people, like that. I'm I'm showing how to do a podcast. You probably won't even release your first five.
1: Yeah, and that sounds like that was with you, Gonzalo. Exactly, exactly. And uh, at first, you're gonna hate your voice, you know, and you're gonna, you're not going to like the product. Thank goodness that the way that the world has evolved is that people are looking more for an authentic voice than actually a fake voice that is. F- well modulated and <laughs> going BS you and all that no it's yeah they want to see real people human human stories that they can connect with and that's what encouraged me to keep going actually
0: <laughs> so let's how do you pronounce is it inno latino is that how you have pronounced? Is, is that
1: the correct pronunciation yeah in, in, in inno latino in, mm-hmm. in,
0: you that's your first podcast you've done right yes exactly yeah. What's the, I mean, obviously it's a Latino podcast, but mm-hmm. is there a theme of it? Like, what's the podcast about yeah. for people that haven't listened to it?
1: Yeah, and good point, because if you want to start your own podcast, you need to be able to say, this podcast is about this. You know? Not everybody
0: <laughs> realizes that, though.
1: Exactly, exactly. And, uh, and it makes it hard for people to relate if they can say... Oh yeah, I I know this podcast, but it's about um, what is it? I I don't know really. Uh, (laughs) It's about getting drunk and and yeah, something like like that. That's not it. Yeah. So I decided to direct my podcast uh, to help people, not only Latinos, but everyone, to have success by learning about innovation, diversity, and leadership. That's the intersection of those three. So I'm all about helping people. Honing their leadership skills, learning about diverse voices, and promoting innovation, especially among my people.
0: Was there a reason on why you wanted to do a like a? Because it's not all Spanish, right? Like the, no, it's so, bilingual. It's mm-hmm. bilingual. Okay. Uh, Because I, you know, I turned it on to listen to it, and I was like, oh wow, okay, this isn't because I, I expected it to be all Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Spanish English kind of mixed in there. Is that? just the way your culture speaks or did you try to, did you try to kind of mix it up? So, so somebody like myself could listen to it.
1: I try to mix it up precisely. So to make it relatable. Okay. And that was a great, I, I put into that a great deal of thought, to be honest, Okay, like, because on the one hand, it was my desire to reach out to my people sure. and to immigrants like myself. I'm the first generation here from Venezuela. And, and uh, but I knew that the, a lot of immigrants here only are getting into podcasting right now. And the, and in Latin America, it's starting to pick up. So I, and, and on the other hand, there is the second generation Latinos or third generations to, that I knew could benefit from, from my voice or my message. So I said, okay, let's, let's try both. Uh, so I have uh, episodes that are, in all in Spanish, I had episodes that are all in English, and I have episodes where actually the guest, both the guests and I are switching back and forth. Okay, uh, okay.
0: One thing I've heard, and I am, I maybe I'm wrong with this, uh, there's not a whole lot of Spanish speaking podcasts out there. You are correct. So it seems like you're kind of got a good thing going with this <laughs> show. You. I mean, have you found that to be true yourself with looking for podcasts? Not a lot of Spanish speaking podcasts?
1: Well, so um, there, there are not a whole lot of uh, Spanish speaking podcasts. Uh-huh. Having said that, the awareness of the medium is only taking off among my, my people, both in Latin America, Spain, and in in, in the U.S. And that presents an advantage. I knew that. I said, "Okay, if there is a time to jump into it, it is now." Uh, the uh, The counterpart of that is that the growth of listenership is going to be slower. And and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I invested a lot of time in designing uh, the message and what I wanted it to be and how I wanted the podcast to be, and, and I'm okay with that. I prefer, I'm not saying that everyone should do this, and, but I'm saying I'm trying to uh, give a message of quality.
0: All right, we're going to take just a minute of your time now and talk about one of our awesome sponsors, utahmarijuana.org. I love talking about them, but remember, when you support our sponsors like utahmarijuana.org, you're directly supporting this podcast. And your health. And your health. Hey, utahmarijuana.org is your number one spot for all things medical marijuana, medical cannabis, CBD, and THC. I don't know if you guys remember way back on episode 420, we had Tim Pickett on the podcast. We talked about medical cannabis here in Utah. We talked about utahmarijuana.org. Well, now he's a sponsor of the podcast. I also do another podcast with him, Utah on the Weeds. Go check that out. Anyways, utahmarijuana.org's team of medical cannabis experts, they're going to make getting your medical cannabis card super easy from your first office visit to navigating the state card application and beyond. It is so true, you guys. They are the most helpful medically I have ever been. You know how you want to go to the doctor and you're like, I don't even know what doctor to go to or what to say. These guys are incredible. They have over 20 compassionate and highly skilled qualified medical providers ready to help you find relief. So you won't have to search for a doctor willing to recommend cannabis treatment. The patient experience at utahmarijuana.org is dedicated to helping you get all the way through the process so you can get your medicine legally and stay up to date. And right now, they're offering an exclusive discount to I Am Salt Lake listeners. Just use the code GREEN25 for $25 off your first visit. I did. It was great. And depending on where you're located in the Valley, they have a clinic location just for you. Go to utahmarijuana.org. Check it out. They're going to list it right there. They have uh, location clinics from like Provo to Bountiful to Salt Lake, West Valley. Uh, Go check it out. And like Chrissy said, there's a promo code green 25 this is going to give you 25 dollars off your first visit and it's also going to tell them that you came from i am salt lake and that you're a supporter of this show and that you're down to support this show and you're down for uh, medical cannabis so anyways down for your health hey isn't it time that you took control of your own health utahmarijuana.org feel better let's actually back up just a titch because mm-hmm. I didn't even ask what made you want to do like a business in a leadership pile? Cause I didn't ask that.
1: Yeah. Like, well,
0: is that, do you have like a, like, is it something with your day job or? or well, it anything? has to
1: do with my background. Okay. Okay. So I came here to study business mm-hmm. and I, and after I married and, and did, you know, grad school in, in Jersey, I had the chance to work in in big names like the United Nations and uh, Standard Poor's, that index firm in in Wall Street, yeah, and and I was able to work here in, in saw like Lake uh, briefly with Morgan Stanley, and I thought, you know what, I I've seen good leadership and I've seen bad leadership, yeah, and I've seen my people, I mean, I've seen brilliant Latinos who are who are giving so much to humanity and at the same time i've seen uh members of my community who have tremendous potential and they they don't know they do yeah and, and that happens in any community and in any any group you know the, whether you're latino brown yellow purple sure. black and so i thought okay i come from a country where right now there's a dictatorship you know? And um, besides the many different factors that my, that present themselves to keep these people in power, one of them is not wanting to try something new. It's a lot safer for human beings.
0: The, the, the people in Venezuela. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it's a lot safer to, you know, the the devil you know versus the devil you don't. You know. Exactly. And uh, and I. Th- Thought okay that I grew up with that mentality as well, and I, and uh, I'm debating myself between one thing or another. But sometimes we, if we try to experiment something new, uh, new way to do things, maybe new way to do government, maybe choosing new leaders, you know, maybe uh, a me- believing in a message that is not telling us that things are going to be the same thing all the time. Yeah. I thought, OK, if people believe that things can be different, but but not by themselves, but actually because we decide to do things differently, maybe that can be a, a good message that I can leave my my people and, and humanity in general. So I decided to employ my my network in LinkedIn. I don't I don't do Facebook. Uh, Smart guy. Uh, thank you. I'm not Facebook is so negative these days, man. <laughs> yeah, it's well, so negative. I, in my life, I did, it was sucking my my creativity, my time. Facebook My attention. Was. Facebook was, you know, and I decided, you know, this is just not good for me. Yeah. And uh, I can keep up with, uh, it's good for me to keep up with my friendships all around the world, but it's taking away from me from what's important in life. So I decided to reduce my my social media to LinkedIn where I can be more focused. You know, a lot of people think that LinkedIn is just going to be business and that's it. And yeah, there is a business component, but actually it's turning into a more human channel, if you will.
0: Oh, I love LinkedIn, man. I have, I have, I have uh, actually found quite a bit of uh, people Mm -hmm. for this podcast on LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. just because I think people go on there because they're, for, for the same reasons as yours they're sick of the other social media apps <laughs> they they want to just connect with professionals <laughs> they want to be around positivity exactly they want to they want because they they want to make their own lives more positive because uh-huh. you know negativity breeds negativity really yeah, exactly I mean, and so uh,
1: and that's a good place to find good leaders, you know? Yeah. So um, I, I invested a lot of time in, in my, my following, if you will, or in connecting with people. I don't, I don't like to say that I have followers. I like to say it's that I, I have connections, you know, sure. people that I, that I, that I have in, in my group, in my network. And, and from those people, I, well, I, I asked them, Hey, have this new show. Would you be interested in, 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 in being a guest? and, By then, I already, as I told you, I knew that I I could tell them. So, if they ask me, what is your show about? I I, I could say, well, it's about leadership, innovation, and diversity. Great. There was one of my guests. uh, His name is Jeff Gomez. This gentleman, he is someone who has been involved. It's like the Forrest Gump of of media. Because he has been involved in franchises like Star Wars, uh, Spider-Man, uh, Nickelodeon, and and he's an authority in what they call transmedia storytelling. And I connected with him and he was, was the one who, who told me, Gonzalo, put me in your show. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, you better. <laughs> you're in, brother, you're in. It's a gentleman from, a New Yorkian gentleman, and his message was so positive. You know, he he has had, uh, he had a bit of a rough childhood, but he's been able to work with very with great names to tell good stories. Yeah. And that is um something I I've learned and I'm trying to follow. Uh, the the art of telling good stories whether are fictional or non-fictional, a good story is going to inspire. A good story is going to tell people that they're worth uh, something. A good story is going to a good story can change individuals and countries and the world, you know, so. exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: Now only Latinos or, or do you have, other, you know, non-Latino people on your podcast?
1: Uh, yeah. And I have, uh, I, I try to be as diverse as possible. Um, my next guest that uh, hopefully this week, the, uh, the episode will be, will air. His name is Sanford. Another gentleman who is an authority and in, in innovation in, in, audio. Okay. And he's from Kentucky, and his accent—I'll tell you—he's <laughs> <friend laughs> there, you know. And, uh, and I love it because even my niece, who was listening to my me editing the uh, episode, he said, "Uncle, I didn't, I didn't hear that accent in your in your podcast before." And you said, "Yep, yeah." And that every, everyone's welcome if they had that type of message, you know, that that positive story. And um, I've had people from different places. Uh, uh, places flying America. One of the, my most special guests. Her name is um, Melissa Pickering, and at the moment she's not there anymore. But at the moment she was f- the VP of Educate of LEGO Education. Okay. Oh wow! Le- like. The Lego, the the, the, Lego, yeah, yeah. exactly. And she used to be a Disney Imagineer as well. Wow. And it turns out that she's from Montana, you know, and uh, she grew up in the Wyoming, Montana, Idaho area. And uh, it was wonderful to see someone who has TED Talks and who is an authority in the field about innovation, and uh, you know, the importance of play in children, just being down to earth. And working for such a relevant brand and just, she was loving sharing her story with me. So it was, um, it was amazing. And th- that's one of the reasons why I, l- I love doing this.
0: It's, it's crazy. Some of the people that a podcast allows you mm-hmm. to, you know, to just even be able to talk to, yes. let alone do a recording with, right? Like, yeah. There's been a lot of times I'm, I'm doing a podcast and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm talking to yes. you know, <laughs> Gonzalo here, you know, and, and uh, you've noticed the same thing with your, with your show. I mean, yes. Or and has it opened up doors and yeah, stuff like that? Even, too?
1: even if they're not, they are not guests or they haven't been guests yet. It really has opened doors. Um, there is this uh, podcaster. Her name is a uh, Caitlin Holloway here and um, uh, you, you need to listen to her podcast. It's called All Hands. Okay. So she's uh, one of the top figures in, in Silicon Valley. So th- from, Wait, from right here, you said? Nope. She's in... Oh, and you, in California. California, California. Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley. I was
0: thinking Silicon Slopes. No, no, by, no. My bad.
1: Silicon Valley. So she and another... Oh, gosh. Their names escaped me. and Oh, it's, yeah. Alexis Ohanian. Uh, Ohanian husband of Serena Williams okay. founder of Reddit oh wow oh yeah he decided to start an uh, a fund that uh, would in which they could include a diversity of people you know yeah. uh African-American voices Latino voices LGBT uh, voices as well to for, for them to help startups from different areas and she started uh, this lady Caitlin, Caitlin Holloway uh, she started a podcast inviting big names in leadership the, from different areas. And w- I remember the first episode I, l- I listened to was Ed Cadmall from Pixar, uh, one of the Pixar ex- executives who, by the way, he graduated from the University of Utah. No and kidding. He, and he is uh, one of the pioneers in 3D imaging. And the, the they used the technology that he helped develop wow. to, to what we know now as Pixar movies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So the, he's one of those innovative pioneers that that we take for granted here in, in Salt Lake City. you know. And uh, she connected with me just by saying, hey, thank you for producing such a wonderful podcast. I, l- I loved your, the interview with Ed Catmull because it inspired me and because of this, this and this. And she accepted a request on LinkedIn because she, well, you know better than me podcasting is not an easy thing. Oh. It takes a lot of work. So when people appreciate what we do, man, it's like, okay, I can't connect with this person. You know?
0: Well, and it's, it's few and far between. Cause a lot of times, especially for me in the very beginning, I don't know how long, how, how it's been for you, Gonzalo, but a lot of times you're just putting these episodes out and you're like, is anybody out there? <laughs> yes. Is anybody listening? What do you guys think of this? Uh-huh. But yet you don't want to quit it. You, no, you keep exactly. doing it. You keep producing it. And then eventually you start getting some emails yes. and, you know, LinkedIn messages <laughs> exactly. or Instagram messages or, or, uh, you were mentioning, uh, you, people don't realize the, the work into a po- podcast. What's, what's been the, the, the worst part or the hardest part of, of doing a podcast for you, Gonzalo.
1: The hardest part has been, and and I'm still working on it, you know, yeah. uh, uh, is the quality of sound. Cause I, I have a very rudimentary uh, equipment as a computer and a blue Yeti M- microphone. microphone yeah. you know? And, uh, and I have to improvise with my studio to try to reduce reverb. And, uh, that is, that has been a challenge. And the, why I'm, why am I saying this is because I still don't want to incur in the, in the expense of renting a studio. I'm, I'm not ready for that yet.
0: I don't think you need to rent mm. a studio mm-hmm. though. Everybody thinks you need to rent a studio well, or, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I think you sound great. I Thank mean, I've been listening to every episode, mm-hmm. but I, I, you know, I listened to some bits and pieces of the last few episodes mm-hmm. I think it sounded great. Thank you. You're I, welcome. I really I mean, appreciate No, that. seriously. Um, I don't think anybody's great in the beginning.
1: I yeah, mean, if you really
0: want to sit and nitpick it, I mean, <laughs> um, remind me, how long have you been doing it? Do you,
1: <laughs> it's been a year. A
0: year. So, I mean, yeah. you're still new to <laughs> yes, podcasting. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I, gosh, gosh, don't beat yourself up, man. Because <laughs> I know you. you're welcome. I mean, uh, especially, you know, you're doing your interviews remotely. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> which. I did all of last year remotely and a lot of times, one thing I noticed and I, or I found is, you know, the, the person on the other side, they might not have a microphone uh-huh. they might just be using their computer exactly.
1: mic.
0: <laughs> and so it, you can't really control quality when it comes to the other.
1: Person, exactly. You know, exactly. so. And, and thanks for saying that. Cause I, I, I do easily beat myself up over, over these things. So oh, don't appreciate. beat yourself up.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, do you deal? Are you familiar with imposter syndrome? Oh and, yeah. 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 Cause I, I get that. I'm, I try not to get it. Like mm-hmm. if I feel like it's, it's there, I'm like, get out of here. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. get, I know it's easier said than done. Yeah. But, um, what's, what's like been your, do you have like one all time favorite thing about doing a podcast or, or one or two favorite things that you just love about podcasting?
1: So I'm an immigrant here. Uh huh. Well, you Utah, the United States has opened their arms to me, you know. And yet I, I'm trying to connect to more of my people there. Yeah. So uh I remember when I started like my first episode, I I I knew I had some sort of script. Yeah. But how I was gonna start or close. I did I had no idea. So the first thing that came was greeting like a great a group of people in in my country. So hola mi gente, like, hello my people. And um, uh, and that was, uh, imagining that I'm talking to them. Yeah. That, that's, that, that fills me up, you know. It, it, it fills me up with energy.
0: <laughs> so what brought you to Utah then? What brought you to to the area here?
1: Well, originally, I um, had a sister who had come to study here.
0: And and up at the U or? Uh, or, or uh, Not Utah Valley. Utah Valley, okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. And, uh, well, uh, I i am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day yeah. Saints, you know, and uh, my I had a good network here. Yeah. So um, I my one of my religious leaders said, you know, I think it's time for you to try. I'm talking, to, I'm, I'm from Venezuela. Or yeah. You know, so he said, I think that should you should go to the United States to to finish your education. So I'm gonna be your sponsor, at least for for one year. And uh, I I tried it. I came. There was uh, after a year and a half, things got rough, so I had to go back home. Miraculously, uh, I mean, for people who think that immigration in the U.S. is um, is too lenient, let me tell you, it's not. And uh, to come here as a student is even harder. So miraculously, I was able to find another sponsor to come back and finish my my education. Um, interestingly. After graduating, uh, I got married and I was able to uh, go to New Jersey um, to get a master's degree in, in diplomacy. And everyone would ask me, of all the places you ca- could come in the States, why, why Utah? You know, they they don't think that we, we have... Yeah, like any, why not LA or exactly. New York, why, City, New York or 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 City or Miami? Miami. Or I mean, everyone knows about Venezuela, but... Utah? Why? I told him. Well, I, what I just told you. You know, I have a good yeah. network here. Um, it, it's a good place to raise your family. You know, there are things that I miss from from Jersey. Uh, I, I was 14 miles away from Manhattan, and when you are in New York City, you feel like you're in the center of the world.
0: Yeah,
1: and yet um, you don't have the type of space you have here, and uh, there are many advantages to. To establish a home here. Yeah, so, I, Salt Lake, Salt Lake City and Salt Lake County is a good place to be.
0: Well, the Venezuela community, you, there, it seems like it's pretty pretty well, big and strong here, right?
1: Well, amazingly, in the last six seven years, it's grown exponentially. You know, before when when I was here, there were there were not very many. You know, and the, and it's logical because Venezuela had been. Uh, a prosperous country, sure, and uh, we had been the recipient of many immigrants through history. You know, I surrounded, I, I grew up surrounded by people from many many different parts of the world, uh, refugees from the from World War, World War Two, and refugees from different conflicts and and autocratic regimes in Latin America as well, and even people from Portugal that that were fleeing poverty. So it was a very uh, Caracas, where I'm from, is very was a very cosmopolitan place. You know, uh, you you get to meet people from many different parts of the world, and uh, because there were a lot of opportunities. Now, the since the autocratic regime uh, was established, the decline came, and and then the economy has been just stumbling down to the point that there is a, a humanitarian emergency that has been uh kept under covers, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but people don't know that the largest massive movement of people in the Latin American region has occurred in the last six years. Uh, Venezuela has lost uh, because of, um, you know, migration between three and five million people. You know, many of them, going by foot from caracas to bogota colombia and to all the way to to lima peru to give people uh, a, a sense of how, uh, how long this would be it would be like if you are in california and uh, go to probably st louis missouri by foot in, Wow. And, yeah. Crossing mountains and everything. So it has been a, a very painful to see. And a reflection of that is that many people have arrived to Utah of all places. And, uh, and it's been um, a mixed reaction to see people that I from my culture and I good, good to have you guys here. On the other hand, knowing that the reason why they're here is because things are very, very hard where where yeah. they're from. Yeah.
0: Do you make it back to Venezuela? Little?
1: I had last time I was there it was in two thousand fifteen. Um. The,
0: it's probably hard to to get. I mean, to fly there and to yeah. get there. I mean, it's probably not cheap. And
1: yeah, and right now there you, you have to go through a lot of hoops to get there. There are not direct flights anymore from yeah. from the US to uh, to Venezuela. The last airline, U S airline to, to fly to Venezuela directly was Delta. And four years ago, they say, sorry guys, we can't do this anymore. We're not getting paid. So,
0: Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, cause you probably still have quite a bit of family there too. No? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And do you have, you said you have a sister here or do you have, I a have family? a sister you here. Have probably more family here I too. Have, no.
1: So I have a sister and a brother in Florida. Okay. And, um, And a couple of cousins as well. Yeah. Uh, but most of my family, it's it's interesting because, um, I come from a very sedentary family. So we weren't generation and my family was in Venezuela for, you know, seven generations, you know, and we're talking about like many other Latino cultures, I'm a mix between Europeans, Africans, And Native Americans from from South America, you know. So um, the notion of that that my family right now I have uh, uh, uncles and cousins in Chile, in Panama, in Spain, and here in the states, it it, it's still I'm not used to that because we we were a very integrated family, you know, uh, grandparents, uncles and and, and gathering together for, for many social events. so the, the notion that we've dispersed, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not an easy, yeah. an easy one to, to swallow, you know?
0: I could imagine that would be really hard. I mean, that's, you know, uh, that's what keeps me coming back to Utah, yeah. you know, is I got family here, you mm-hmm. know, and I couldn't imagine, you know, I got family obviously outside of Utah, but I couldn't imagine having family outside the country. It's hard. Yeah. You know, um, but thank goodness for things like, I mean, even podcasting Yeah, back but, to your pod. I'm sure they could, could they listen to your podcast? Well, you
1: know? <laughs> ironically in Venezuela, the, um, at least my family, the access to good internet is very limited. So
0: so they don't have internet there. Uh,
1: they, it, but not good. Internet. Not, not good enough. So the bandwidth to download an entire episode is, is ridiculous. So mm-hmm. the, um, they being able to listen to uh, maybe two or three <laughs> episodes, so, and that's about it. But going back to the the, the positive side of, side of things, technology now allows you to to communicate with them um, in a much much easier than it was, you know, six years ago, seven years ago.
0: Yeah, with 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 you know text messaging or videos, yeah, or, or, uh,
1: WhatsApp and th- those those type of uh, um, applications that. Let you stay connected, you know,
0: yeah back to the podcast where do you i mean do you have like a somewhere where you would like to see it take you? I mean, do you have like a goal with it or you just have to have fun right now
1: well, so this has to do also with the the professional aspect of it, so I would like to establish myself as a thought leader in the area of innovation and diversity as well, you know so um, if I can communicate to organizations uh, how, about how important it is to have diverse, uh, a diverse workforce that can give you different points of view that can help you see things from a different perspective. So it's easier to innovate. Yeah. Um, I think is something that um, I, I would feel fulfilled professionally. Sure, sure. And um, on the other hand, uh, I want to be an author. You know, I I want to. I have stories that I either lived or gathered through my podcast that that I want to express, in, you know, in different platforms.
0: So you want to eventually write a book?
1: Yeah. Are you are
0: you currently writing
1: anything, or are you just uh, kind
0: of this is just kind of a, a goal?
1: Well, um, this is gonna sound funny, but I, I'm I'm writing a book about failure. It doesn't sound funny at all, man. That's like the biggest thing we all struggle with really is is how to accept failure. Uh Something interesting is that, well, I don't know if people are familiar with that movie Apollo 13 and uh, Tom Hanks, right? Yeah. Tom Tom Hanks. Exactly. And supposedly Gene uh, Kunz, the, the mission, the, the head of the mission Apollo 13, um, people think that he actually said, uh failure is not an option. He never said that. When they interviewed him, uh about you know, the, the whole ordeal, he said, well, failure was just not being contemplated among the realm of possibilities. Other we we couldn't do it, you know. We um and that's a good thing. But and there are other engineers who said, well, failure might not have been an option, but it was like daring us you know, to make a mistake and, and get those astronauts killed, you know? Um, and uh, I see that there are occasions in you can have the mindset in like, there is no room for failure. And those are kind of a very, very, very extreme situations. There are other situations in which failure is expected. So you can learn from the experience, you know? that's how scientific progress comes you know is you you might have an expected outcome but it if it doesn't turn out the way you, you expect it then you can learn from it you know? um i remember i i'm not good at it but i'm i like uh, brazilian jiu-jitsu you know? and they say that in, in jiu-jitsu you are either win or learn you don't have to lose you know yeah and that's why the the perspective i want to transmit people when failure is good uh, to to progress when is it a good thing to not have not having even as a um um as a as a possibility of in 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 your thoughts you know and uh, and i'm saying this because man both with uh, with this podcast and other enterprises that i've tackled there have been you know hits and, and misses to be honest sure you know? we, we all go through failure and and i felt like a failure of a lot of times so if uh, uh it, i ho- hopefully it'll be a book that that will help me and will help others as well
0: any idea when the book's going to be out or is it just kind of in the, know, beginning stages, it's right? the beginning
1: stages Just It's beginning stages so it's it's going to be a uh, a bit of a marathon, sure. <laughs> um, but I one of the reasons why I feel comfortable to uh, to say this is because I I want to commit myself to f- to finish it soon.
0: And, yeah. and and you can advertise it on the podcast, exactly. right? Exactly. You know, sell it through the and that's what a lot of people don't realize through podcasts, right? Like they think, oh, the only way to make it is to get sponsors, right? Advertisers and this and that. And it's mm-hmm. like no. Figure out your own <laughs> product to sell. That's the secret, exactly. really, of
1: a podcast. Exactly, and people don't. Well, especially the the ones who are used to do business the way it has always been done. they say, "Well, I don't see the monetary value yet." Well, actually, it's a it's a bit of a uh, a quest, and you you start, and then you can see the value as as you start learning from other people and as your guests, and the opportunities start flourishing.
0: Well, value doesn't always have to be money. Either, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that's what we all think. We mm-hmm. all think that the only way to show success mm-hmm. is through our paycheck or how much money we got. We don't see the other things that have happened. Kind of like I was even telling you at the beginning, how I met my wife, Chrissy, uh-huh. with, with I am Salt Lake. That's not money, but gosh, I met an incredible woman. <laughs> yes. And I mean, I, I, you know, other, other op- opportunities. Mm. And I'm sure you could say the same thing. With, with, with I've your met amazing people. Yeah. And
1: it goes back to the point I was making with innovation. Sure. You know, innovation not always is going to be monetized or, or you, you're not going to put, um, an exact figure of dollars that you've earned through implementing it. But actually, if you, it can, it can be measuring the, the, the quality of life of your employees. And the the type of productivity that that you're getting from uh, from your coworkers or your your employees as well, you know, and making your own firm uh, a pioneer in a ser- certain field. So, uh, an innovation c- can be uh, an end in itself within a company, yeah, you know? and and give just like a podcast rewards that are not necessarily measure measurable by the same standards.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We have a few standard Salt Lake City Questions that we ask everybody that comes oh, okay. to your Gonzalo, so I got to ask you. Uh, you know, we have family and friends that visit us. Maybe some some have visited you from Venezuela, even, yes. And they want, you know, the tour. Well, show us around Utah. Show us around Salt Lake. Show us the mountains, whatever. Yeah. What do you show people? What's 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 the Gonzalo tour? What's uh, where do so, you take people to?
1: I love to take people to Immigration Canyon. Oh, beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. I, especially in the fall. I I love it. I love to bring people to uh, Bravino Hall. Oh, and, yeah. and I'm partial to this too because I I sang with the Utah Opera for six years. Did
0: you? Yeah,
1: and um, performing in Capitol Theater and uh, Bravino Hall. It's it's amazing. The yeah. acoustics, and, beautiful, uh, it's beautiful, it's beautiful. Yeah. And, and listening to the Utah Symphony there is just amazing. You know? And uh, the architecture. If if you ever go, you're going to see. Different levels, all covered in gold leaf. You know, if you, if you guys have seen that uh, that Marvel series Loki, oh uh, yeah, it's gonna. When you enter, you're go- you're going to remember that because the different levels have a similar tone, and and uh, um, internal architecture. But the fact that it's you know decorated in gold leaf and uh, it's so well lit, it's just beautiful. You know, saw so in, in another, well. <laughs> The, the, here's going to be a free uh, a free advertising for a for a friend of mine. So yeah. uh, here in Utah, we have a bit of a, a, a sweet tooth, don't we? Oh, yeah. Uh, so oh, yeah. Uh, there's this friend of mine, Tammy Stegel and she... Oh, I already, I know Tammy. I uh, you know, know she's Tammy? been on the podcast, She's actually. been on the podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, but but, but
0: I, I'll let you finish. I'll you let know, you finish. No,
1: don't worry. So ever since, since she started her uh, cookie store, yeah. I being a fan of hers, too, uh, back in the day I had a blog, and when I tried her cookies, I, I, I was inspired. that I, immediately I I wrote a you know a post, and I sent it to her, and she was just starting, and she said that that helped her feel like okay, I got something good going on here, you know. Yeah. And her the the store name is uh, Ruby Snap. And if you're ever in, in Salt Lake City, it's in Third West and around Seventh South.
0: Yeah, about there. Yeah. 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 yeah right. Fisher Brew, uh, Brewing's right around the corner, if you know where that uh-huh. is. Is it chocolate shops? Chocolate there, conspiracy ch- shop? The chocolate right by conspiracy. By there? I, didn't, I didn't know if they were still there at all. I have no idea. I, they used to be right yeah, there. there I don't know, there's
1: maybe. an old furniture that, yeah. Uh, yeah. right next to it. But.
0: Aren't those good cookies, though?
1: man. They're so awesome. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Tammy's
0: great, too. I it's, mean, she's, she's su-
1: such a wonderful person. Her man.
0: energy, yeah. uh, her, her, uh, her, even just what her happiness that she radiates. Yes, I mean, exactly. I was looking for the words. I was like, ah, what are these words? What? Are... <laughs> but uh, no, great, great person. Great person. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you would change, if you could, about Salt Lake City or about Utah? Uh,
1: I'm not going to try. I'm not trying to be very negative, but the last few years there have been many instances in which then the negative voices have spoken against people who they believe they are different. You know, whether it it is people from different race, from a different sexual or orientation, uh, you know, and labels started to be even even more. Uh, you know, marked um, and people labeling each other. Yeah. And uh, one of that's one of the reasons why I left Facebook, you know, uh, I've seen people just hating each other and people who were friends before, you know, and uh, because politicians were manipulating them, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I've seen how, uh, what damage that, that has done to, our country and our communities within Utah as well. So that if there is something that I, I will change, and that is exactly what I'm trying to do with my podcast is to say that, you know, Latinos are part of your community. You know, we are here. We have something positive to give. You know, we're not here to rob you. We're not here to take away your jobs. Actually, we can produce jobs and, and we can be great contributing members of society and that's that's something i i would like to transmit uh, others that my people are just your brothers and sisters and we're here to help each other and 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 to bring positive things to your life as well yeah
0: you were mentioning Ruby Snap cookies. Any other favorite local eating spots? I know that's not really an eating spot, you know, cookies, <laughs> but like any favorite restaurants or, you know, in Salt Lake City or the air surrounding areas?
1: and
0: Or any good Venezuelan food oh, that we would okay. even recommend?
1: We, so we have, in West Valley City, there is... There is uh, rica arepa express. So arepas is like a a Mexican gordita. Yeah. So imagine corn dough that has been baked. And then you, you cut it in, uh, in, in the middle and you start filling it up as if it was a sandwich. Well, that sounds good. Oh, it's believe me. It's so good. Um, And uh, that's, that is the Venezuelan restaurant. I would go on, uh, go to uh, along with, Another in Lehigh. Um, gosh, that's 45 minutes. That's no, oh, 40, it, it's, it's it's worth a drive if it's yeah, good food. Dear, what exactly. do you got? I'm, I, food, I might go down there and get it here. Yeah, it's what, what, like 40 me. minutes and minutes south. But, uh, Not oh, even that. Probably, it's though. called Zapiroco.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Good, um, good Venezuelan though. Yeah,
1: and uh, real good Venezuelan food. So I, I, I highly recommend those.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. Bringing you on the podcast has been awesome. I don't think we've had Thank a Latino you. person, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, close to 500 episodes here. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe we have. I apologize. But, uh, I mean, is there anything you were hoping we would talk about that we, before we wrap this up completely here? No, I, mean, I I think we kind of skimmed you know. the surface of your podcast <laughs> and your, your life here in Utah. And I mean, I didn't know if there was anything that you wanted to to bring up, you know?
1: Honestly, I came here open to learn more from you. Yeah, and uh, just like I, with my guests, I'd like to be just uh, to to have the same approach as you. Sure, uh, let's have an organic conversation and get to know each other and and see what we can, uh, what good can can come out out of this. Yeah, yeah. I'm really I'm just going to say that I'm really grateful that you invited me to your, your
0: You're very show. very welcome. How can our listeners connect more with you? How can they listen to your podcast? Sure. You know, just to kind of keep the conversation going mm-hmm. a little
1: bit with you. So, uh one way the easiest way is innolatino.com that's i n n o latino.com. Um otherwise and, well if you if you if you Google Inno Latino podcast, you're gonna see that my my podcast is in uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and like in almost twenty different platforms. And, yeah. Um, please find me in LinkedIn, Gonzalo A. Pena. Um, I focus a lot on diversity, leadership, and innovation. You know, and uh, if if I can if I can not help you, I might not. I might know someone who can help you. How's that?
0: <laughs> I do. I love it. I love it. And, and I can't urge people enough to connect with you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. By, and, and I'll put all the links at IamSaltLake.com with this episode, too, on how people can connect with you. So in case they're driving or running or whatever, <laughs> if they can't write it down, you can head on over there to to his episode notes uh, with links and connect. Uh, With you And I can't urge, I mean, if you're in the Latino community or Venezuela community, whatever, here, especially in Utah, Uh and you're not connected, connect.
1: (laughs) Please, please Um,
0: do. So my wife, Chrissy, she usually co-hosts a podcast Uh with me, but she's not here. She usually sits right over there, so I'm (laughs) pretending I'm looking over at her. But she always asks if you can leave the listeners with a motto or a piece of life advice. Just, I don't know. And I know that, you know, first thing that comes to mind. Is there, is there something that you would leave with the listeners today?
1: i said, keep trying. Okay. Might not, things might not result the way you want it at the moment, but it's worth keep trying. Even if, things, even if you might have to change the way you do things, keep trying.
0: All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Remember, our website, Iamsaltlake.com. Head on over there, listen to some of the back episodes of the podcast. You can share share them with your family and friends on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, however you guys do it these days. And if you're looking to buy or sell a home here in Salt Lake City, I'd love to help you. Shoot me a text, give me a call, 801-244-2908. I'd love to help you find your dream home. ChrisHollifieldRealty.com is the website. Head on over there. You all have a great week. Get out and enjoy the city. Support local, and we'll see you next week on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast.